Welcome to the Pro Tips Podcast, brought to you by Noodle Pros and Inspirica. We are the only podcast that provides expert tips from professional test prep tutors, education consultants, and education insiders. Today, we welcome Donald Viscardi, who's been an LSAT tutor for, ready, 35 years. Right, Donald? Ooh, yes, yes. Hard to believe. Two years old. Um, <laughs> but Donald is one of the most experienced LSAT tutors in the country, if not the world. So we've got a great guest on today. Donald's going to be talking about how, when to prepare for the LSAT. Um, so many students ask us that question. You know, do you start during college? Do you do it after? Do you do your junior year, the summer? When do you do it? So why don't we start with that, Donald? How much time do students generally need and when should they start? Well, it's um, the LSAT is the most important part of the law school application. So you really have to take it seriously and it is super important to set aside a fair amount of time to prepare. Um, I would say the, the optimal amount is three months, two to three months at least, uh, you know, that means like, you know, three hours a day, four or five days a week, you know, uh, doing things um, as as diligently as you can, hopefully getting some kind of set routine to do it. And probably, you know, it depends because law school students do work more towards uh, the, you know, the end of their graduate career. So some students do it like in the summer between the junior and senior year, or some students will do it like as soon as they graduate in the senior year, beginning like in the May period and working through that summer, hopefully maybe through the August uh, LSAT or, or perhaps the October about, LSAT. You're talking about during college, right? During college, yeah. So at the end of the junior year, when they you know still have the time and they're going to go ahead with their senior year and probably have you know a lot more things to do as soon as they graduate, they'll be in a position to have the LSAT out of the way get it done between the junior and senior year, or else a lot of students will also do do it right at the end, as soon as they graduate, let's say in May and work through that summer, which is which is a good time, which is where I find a lot of students doing it at that time too. Perfect. Um, what about the the test dates and when when do you take it and when's the best time to take it? Well, it's given it's given eight times during the year, right? It's August, October, November, January, February, March, April, and June. So you have ample opportunities. And now, as many people know, it's it's called the LSAT Flex. So it's given solely at home. And because of the pandemic, I think it will be so until at least like April into 2022 uh, before they start doing it in test centers again. So you still take it at home, but you do it on these prescribed weekends on these set test dates. So you set an appointment and would do it at home. And I would always recommend, you know, before you get started with your preparations, set a test date and kind of have that in place. So it kind of gives you the incentive to uh, to stick to it and work towards it, knowing you're gonna have a test date coming up and uh, you can set up the program accordingly. Do you think there's a downside to taking it at home? Um, I, I personally don't think so. And I think a lot of students were leery about it when it first happened. But um, from what I've been able to gather from the many students who have done it so far is that it's, it's, it's actually kind of preferred. It's, it's interestingly a shorter exam because when it was done in the test centers, you had you know, five 35-minute sections. Now it's four 
35 minute sections, which means that the, I don't want to get into the weeds about the content, but there used to be two logical reasoning sections, one logic games and one reading comprehension. And now it's just down to one logical reasoning, one games and one reading. And then there's an experimental thrown in there as well. So it's actually a shorter exam. And students like the kind of ease of not having to find test centers. And you do have to just get adjusted a little bit to the, maybe kind of the eeriness of having a, <laughs> right. uh, an online proctor watching you while you're taking your test in your, you know, in your den or in your bedroom or something like that. Okay. All right. Now, I know there are obviously so many different ways to study for this test. But let's just, since you're the guest, let's talk to you about... Um, and since you've done it so many times, you've probably figured out the ideal way to tutor a student. Um, I know all about your work and how great you are, and I know that you're um, you're very efficient. Also, you know you like to to tutor the kids, make sure uh, tutor the students, make sure they know everything, and but also do it in an efficient way. So, how? would you suggest how how do you work with students if someone wanted to work mm. with you well if they're opting to go with a private tutor which i think is you know probably the most efficient way to do it especially someone who has a lot of experience with the test and with different levels of students and different learning styles there are other things available certainly depending on your resources and the means that you have there's self prep there's online prep there's classes but there's nothing better to have a a, a tutor there targeting the preparation to specific strengths and weaknesses as you're moving along. So um, how, how long do you, how long are your programs generally, or does it depend on the student? Well, I said, you know, I said two to three months, but honestly, it really depends on where the student is and how far they have to go. That's why we usually start with a, a diagnostic, see where, you know, see what that level at baseline level is. I, I generally prefer a student who has no experience with the test before. So there's you know, just a complete clean slate. And then I would say, you know, here's where our starting point is. Here's where we have to go. And very often it's a case of like, you know, some, a student is very strong in logical reasoning, but struggling with the game. So, you know, you can focus most of the work on that. And that's where something where a class that has to be sort of uh, resigned to a template uh, and has to cover each thing equally, that's where a private tutor can come in and really target target the preparation accordingly. That's perfect. Okay, so, you know, students could, and do you tutor online? Yes, I, I'm currently strictly online, and uh, that has been working out very well. So uh, even, even before the pandemic, I was doing quite a bit of remote tutoring, and now it, it pretty much is mostly so, and I'm able to work with students around the country and around the world. So that's also a big advantage. That's great. All right, really quickly, because we're running out of time. Give me one final tip for students who, who want some advice about this. Well, um, my biggest thing is that unlike the other standardized tests, the LSAT is a test of skills, not of content. It's about mm. learning. So I think the best thing to do, and the, one of the big advantages of the LSAT is that there are um, 90, literally 90 actual uh, uh, LSATs available that are published so that you can work with, with uh, practicing them. So the biggest thing is like early in the process, you work on different parts, but as you get closer to the test, it's really just practice, practice, practice. Keep doing those dress rehearsals, 
get that performance since it's kind of like learning a language. The, the way that you get fluent is you just keep doing it mm. and you evaluate those performances as you go through it leading up to test time. Excellent. All right, Donald, thank you so much. It's Donald Viscardi. Thanks. I definitely want to have you on again. So thank you. <laughs> well, it's been my pleasure. Thanks for having me, Lisa. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening today. To learn more about Noodle Pros, Inspirica, or our guests, reach out to us at 844-663-9484 or noodlepros.com or inspirica.com. This is Lisa Jacobson wishing you happy learning. Come back next time for another Inside Expert and even more pro tips.